Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West, you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use, no doubt, starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for February the 8th in the year of our Lord, 2023. This is our one of two and our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, to promote God, family, and country. To do so on your radio using the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the Founding Fathers, using the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America as our guide. We reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. And man, have we got an award-winning show for you today. But first, a quick recap of yesterday's broadcast. Oh, man, it was incredible. First hour, Brighty on TV, the Sheriff Mack Show, simulcast with Liberty Roundtable Live. It was myself, the good Sheriff Richard Mack. And then we had another guest on, Macon County, Illinois, Sheriff. His name is Jim Root, doing a phenomenal job. We talked about integrity, leadership, and accountability. Jim Root for Sheriff.com is his website. Well, the reason we tell you about him is he's one of the hero sheriffs telling Governor Pritzker, no way, not on my watch, not in my county, not happening. They are rejecting the gun control belligerence of the governor. And I went so far as to say the governor's a criminal and should be arrested. He swore an oath to the supreme law of the land. Now he's intentionally undermining it. And I brought up this reality check. You know, when they do that, when they intentionally undermine a law they were sworn to uphold, at some point, folks, you get into a treasonous territory. Because if you're not going to uphold the supreme law of the land, you're going to create laws and try to use your position against it and try to spend your time saying, we'll arrest law enforcement personnel that don't go along and everything else. You've now declared war on the supreme law of our land. And you've declared war on the rights of the people. And uh, so I brought that up and said, look, these people are criminals and need to be arrested. It needs to stop. All right. We talked about that. We also talked about Jimmy Kimball tried to humiliate Mike Lindell on TV, and it backfired spectacularly. They tried to put Mike Lindell in an arcade machine uh, to make him look like a fool and a clown. And boy, how did he turn the tables on whacked out Kimmel? I mean, it was incredible. Uh, bottom line is uh, Mike Lindell got out some incredible news, got out the point that, you know what? No judges have looked at these election campaign fraud claims. And therefore, you can't say that the information is not credible or bogus. Nobody looked at it. Mike Lindell got that point out. Uh, he tried to say, you know, why do people take you? Um, why don't people take you seriously? Well, because I'm in a clown machine. You did this on purpose to try to make fun of me. But you know what? As kids, we always wondered if those things were rigged, too, and we had to pay a couple of bucks to do this or that. And Man, you never won, and you wondered if it was rigged. We're still wondering that today. The only difference the only difference is back then when you wondered if it was rigged, you didn't get arrested or go to jail or anything like that or get sued, right? Anyway, Mike Lindell making some incredible points. He promoted my pillow uh, on there. He mocked Jimmy Kimmel till the cows came home. Then Jimmy Kimmel brought up that Mike Lindell lost the Republican National uh, Committee chair uh, vote. Uh, and the polls were saying Mike was going to win, but he lost big. He only got four votes. So then Jimmy tried to turn that around and say, you're just a loser no matter what, right? And Mike Lindell's response was perfect. No, I'm not a loser. Um, how come if the polls showed me on top, either the polls are right or they're wrong? If they're wrong, you got fraudulent polls. If they're right, well, then the question becomes, how come the RNC 
electorates did not obey the will of the people on this thing. Otherwise, I would have won. So then he went to and said, well, do you think this election was rigged? Mike says, no, I don't. Why? Well, because they used paper ballots and they counted them by hand. And I believe it's accurate. <laughs> so uh, bottom line is Mike had a great time uh, on their live. And, and when Mike made these points, he came across incredibly credible. He took it in good humor. Uh, and the whole exercise by whacked out Kimmel backfired. It was incredible. We then talked about officials in New Jersey have now announced a formal investigation into the general election results in Monmouth County. A statement from Attorney General Matthew Platkin confirmed a full investigation is warranted based on the evidence at hand. So, hey, Jimmy, if you say Mike Lindell has no evidence, what about that one, sir? Yeah. Second hour of the broadcast, we had on Sidney Powell, federal appellate attorney, author of License to Lie and More, sydneypowell.com to learn more about what she's doing, defendtherepublic.org. And we talked about the CSPOA solutions for rebuilding trust in the United States elections. Uh, it's a document that I've got done. It should be out and available to the public here in a couple of days, but it's finished now. It's 10 key points to address election integrity problems uh, in America. Anyway, that's the recap of yesterday's show. Still available, libertyroundtable.com, lovingliberty.net, all your favorite social media, media channels, and more. All right, without further ado, we have an incredible roundtable today. Four people, myself and our dear friend Lance Miliacho, host of the Big MIG podcast. Uh, it's a video cast as well, powered by Truth, thebigmig.com. Uh, and their claim to fame is the tip of the spear. If liberty means anything at all, it means the right to tell people what they do not want to hear. Welcome to the broadcast, Lance. Hey, Sam. Thanks for having me on again. As always, excited to be here. I, I love the recap. I got to tell you, uh, Mike Lindell, uh, the, the, the funny thing, I think often people just underestimate him. I've been on the phone with Amen. him you know, numerous times. He is a very intelligent guy. He's a very sophisticated business person. Regardless, they try to use his past and they try to do this and that. But the truth of the matter is he's, he's damn near a savant with numbers. Did you know that? Have you ever watched him work yes. numbers in his head? Yes. He's very good. He's very smart. He's very intelligent. And I'm telling you, did you watch this clip I'm talking about? Oh, I sure did. I, I, I got to tell you. I'm, it's I'm, just comical. He, he just scored point after point, and Jimmy just ran, or Jimmy Kimmel ran everything through that he could that he thought would take down Mike. It was like a volley of, you know, we're going to abuse you here, and every single one of them. And then he comes out of the machine and just mocks him at the end. It's comical, too. You know, it's classic. People like Kimmel, they always have to take the coward's route because intellectually, I, I have to be honest, I've watched Kimmel before. I don't watch him any longer. This is prior to the behavior that he's elicited over the last couple of years. Uh, when he first came on, I paid attention a little bit. The point of the matter is he has to take the coward's route, that, that vending machine routine that he did to Mike. I was offended by it, but Mike is a beast he handled it like a champion a lot of people thought he should well, have done everybody the was offended by it that's the whole reason that he scored yeah. so many points because he handled it with such grace and dignity and humor that it was comical yeah yeah he he in my words he punked kimmel i had a lot of nasty things to say no about question. kimmel like i did when they attacked 
Roger Stone's wife on Saturday Night Live. I don't like when the media jumps on board, you know, with these cowardly attacks where they don't offer people the opportunity to defend themselves. They want to just mock them behind the scenes or mock them publicly with no uh, response or consequences. So for me, they, they, they anger me about it. But I, I got to tell you, Lindell couldn't have done a better job. That was beast mode, in my opinion. Amen. And the, the most important dig was this. He says, hey, you know what, Jimmy? Um, you're critical of the evidence. You say that it's not credible. Why don't I deliver the evidence to you? Uh, and if you can't afford it, I can go ahead and fund this for you. Uh, which is a mock of, by the way, I don't know if you know, but Jimmy's ratings are dropping like a rock. And so it was a mock of that. And he says, you know, so if you can't afford it, I'll pay for it for you. And then why don't we regroup in two months and let's discuss the evidence in detail. And Jimmy wimped and just laughed and went, ha, ah, you're still in a machine, right, Jimmy? I mean, right, Mike? Okay, but he had it. Look, when is the rematch? When is the review of the evidence, Jimmy? Everybody's now going to be asking that till the cows come home. If you know, we, I, I, hold on, if we see this in the media so people know, we need a barrage to where Jimmy can't do anything without, when's the rematch? When's the rematch? When does Mike get to come on and have you talk about the evidence that he gave you and funded you to have and review? Jimmy, okay, we've got to hammer that for Mike. I love it. I'll jump on board this week. You know, I'll, I'll activate all my social media accounts and, you know, George, my uh, co-host partner, I'll have him do it. And we've got, as you are well aware of, we have lots of access across all social media. We just need the right hashtag. Are we going to call it where's the rematch, Jimmy? Is that going to be our hashtag? Yeah. Or maybe George can come up with one. Why don't you introduce George? Yeah, hey, I just want to introduce George Ballantine, my co-host partner on The Big MIG. Uh, we do a lot of stuff. We do a lot of uh, interviews and otherwise. He's also the producer, friend of mine for a long time. We both got banned at similar timing on Twitter. That kind of locked us up at that time, and uh, here we are now. George, what's going on, bro? Thank you, Lance. Thank you, Sam. I'm happy to be here in the show. It's an honor. Um, Did you get a chance you know to see this Kimmel thing? Yeah, yeah, listen, I was on the phone with Lance talking about it, so he knows. <laughs> <laughs> listen. My, my initial thoughts was, you know, I'm like, why is he doing this? Why do you allow him to put him in the machine? And as you watch it, you truly understand, you know, Mike Lindell by far is a man of class, a man of God, which gives him, he's a man of integrity, right? And that's the whole point. Like, if you look at, imagine if they told the truth, the MSN. Imagine, like, he, what was the funny part was when he was putting um, little stuffed animals in the machine, he goes, it's rigged. You get them for free. It's rigged. It's rigged. <laughs> I, was, I was just so dying. <laughs> like, I mean, it's just so right funny. there. That was, a, that was a boiling point. Like, and like, how can you not love that? Like, he and just, that is the quintessential point. You know, most people would be like, no way, I'm not appearing in a machine like that. Mike's like, you know what? I can absolutely have a heyday with this thing. That's, that just shows how smart he is and how savvy yeah. he is in the media when he gets a chance. Yeah, like, listen, Mike Lindell is, is brilliant at what he does. And if given a fair chance by the media, and if he actually Kimball took him up on his challenge, which is like, and he offered to pay too, which is, oh my God, I was like, what a gentleman, right? How can you not, how can you not say no? If you're going to pay for it, take the challenge. You're not losing anything then. But actually he would lose because he'd lose his integrity by all his lies from Kimball. Well, right? you either have to try to create more lies and get trapped by Mike Lindell again on national TV. If you want to match wits, uh, Mike Lindell will have the facts and, and Kimmel, you know, and either he will try to spin lies that Michael catch him at, or he'll have to come to the table and tell the truth. See, he won't do it. I'm telling you right now, he won't do it. 
There's no way. Yeah. I don't believe so, he even even believes in marginally that he has the intellect to, to clash wits, especially after this last round with Mike Lindell. I think at this point he knows he's outgunned. And again, I quoted that article from uh, New Jersey, highlighting even the attorney general in New Jersey says there's problems here with votes and uh, the evidence yeah. says we need to investigate. So how do you take those headlines on? All Mike has to do is arm himself with 10 headlines and walk in and just reiterate those headlines over and over, and he wins. Okay? This is beyond debate at this point. What about the people that have gone to jail over this? What about I mean, we can go on and on and on and on uh, to, to make the point if we choose. All right, I want to move to, really quick, move to the State of the Union address. I don't have a lot to say about it. It was like 72 <laughs> minutes and nothing but claps and jeers from the republicans and marjorie taylor green you know shouted out you're a liar or something like that and other than that look it was a communist socialist fest um joe biden promoted gun control he should be impeached over that alone okay he swore an oath to protect our right to keep and bear arms and he swore an oath that that would not be infringed and now he's literally going on national tv for the state of the union trying to disarm the american people and then he lied about everything under the sun. He wants to promote free college and free this and free that, and handouts this and handouts that, and ignore China, it's fine, and, and don't worry about inflation. We'll just go ahead and raise the debt ceiling and mocking everybody else for not just whole hog celebrating in the print money fest. And it was an absolute sham. That's all I really have to say about it. It's a waste of time. Everybody should dismiss Joe uh, and move along to protect the republic from criminals such as he. That would be my summary. Lance? I mean, look, the Democrats have honed their blame shifting skills, you know, to to to, you know, to the level of experts across the board. It's all they do. Blame shift, lie, redirect. I mean, they all ought to read Ann Rand. It's time to read Atlas Shrugged, that entire group. And That's take a big book, 1100 pages, man. I don't think half of them can read and concentrate. And, and, focus and they may not be able to read. They can't read the, the, uh, the, the spending bills they put through. We know that 4,800 pages in that. But at yeah, the point, maybe Ann Rand will be Yeah, this is only 11. Maybe they can maybe they can grind their way through, but they need it because the blame shifting apparatus, you know, again, uh, they're already telegraphing that they're going to do something to Social Security. They've already stolen from it and they and they're blaming the Republicans that they've ruined Social Security. How about all the stealing of Social Security at the end of the day? Look. Joe Biden and the rest of his thugs in Washington, D.C. And, and I got to say, the thugs are living on both sides of the aisle. Myself, lucky I wasn't the speaker. If I had been the speaker, I would have ripped up his State of the Union before he even started. I would have thrown it over the top of his head like confetti. And I would have walked out and made sure all the Republicans followed me. Because if there's going to be a defining line, the, the line has to be defined in a way that everybody's well aware of. And at this point, it's obvious that they are trying to destroy America from within. There's no doubt. And, and that's why I say that we're bordering on treason, because at what point, if you're declaring war on a rule of law, the supreme law of our land, how does that not um, become treasonous in its reality? George, what did you think? Well, you made a great point there, Sam. And it's not whether it is treason. It is treason. And if you look at all Congress that are complicit, like in the Brunson case, nobody is adhering to their oath of office. It's just plain and simple. It's 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 mind boggling to me. And I just look, let me I, I said something. I put a tweet out this morning. I go and I said any tweet with Biden's um, State of Union speech should be labeled as misinformation and disinformation because all it was was lies, lies, lies. And mm. like for if you take one instance, Donald Trump is the one that capped insulin costs at thirty five dollars, not Biden. And he and he's taking he's taking um, credit, trying to take credit for that. That's a blatant lie. 
Like, I know my gas prices at the home here are skyrocketed. I'm paying a lot more money. And, and like, the average family is like 2200 more in energy and food costs. That's a lot of money. Especially for your average Americans that are living paycheck to paycheck. I mean, I don't know. Is your, how's your energy bill, um, Sam? Did it go up? Oh, for ev- everything for me is just going down, buddy. I'm an exception to the rule. <laughs> oh, God bless you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's, it, you're right. Everybody can oh. see it. Everybody can tell that he's lying because it's like, hey, it's one thing when, when somebody else doesn't have a job. It's one thing when it's like in some other state. It's another thing when it's like, hey, you know what? I feel the truth every day at my wallet when I know uh, that you're lying. And you said he what pegged uh, oil at $35? Um, no, uh, insulin. insulin. Insulin at $35. Now, here's sure. what's fascinating, by the way. Sorry, I, I, you cut out for one second. I missed a word. Um. Insulin at $35, isn't it fascinating that in the 1960s, right before they eventually uh, uncoupled the dollar from gold and coupled it to oil, so the petrodollar. Uh, but the interesting thing is they pegged gold at $35 an ounce for a while before they did that. Isn't that an interesting comparison, uh, George? Uh, yeah, I mean, look, our government's corrupt, plain and simple. And I just want to bring a point about insulin because my mother takes insulin, and I went to the pharmacy to go pick it up. It, they, they had nothing in stock. And this is just, this is majority of pharmacies, nowhere. It took three weeks to get it in. Now, thank God she had some, um, she had backup of it. But what about the person that doesn't? What are they going to do? Yeah, pretty soon they'll just have fires at insulin plants, won't they, Lance? Yeah, well. There'll be fires everywhere, yeah. insulin Arson, arson <laughs> seems to see the, the, the new rule of law when applied to uh, food production facilities, for sure. I mean, we're seeing it globally. And, they again, they're doing this thing where they're trying to kind of, you know, wave their magic wand over. Say, oh, no, that's just another conspiracy theory. There's a map, Sam, that somebody created online they sent me. And you wouldn't believe globally how many food production facilities have burned up in the last 12 months. It is intentional. It, it is intentional. It is systematic. It is all over the globe. And there is a pattern, a method to the madness of intentional destruction of the greatest country on the face of the earth. And that is why we reject their revolutionary tactics and we stand for peaceful restitution, restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth based on the rule of law. But, man, the amount of corruption that we see is just mind boggling. Guys like me have literally watched it for 30 years. I've been on the radio for more than 26 years now. Wow. Uh, and I'm telling you, when I look at this, I just go, they used to be like in secret. They used to be like, hey, we don't want anybody to know that, that we're doing that. Now they're just in your face. They don't even care that you know they're criminals. I mean, look, Hunter Biden is literally going, yeah, I think that they stole my laptop data. Uh, I said it wasn't my laptop for a couple of years, and I got a prostitute pregnant and said it wasn't my kid, and then I was forced to accept the kid because the DNA test proved it, and then the kid wanted to take my name, and I said, hell no, you can't be a Biden. And then Joe, uh, hey, my kid's reformed. He's all good. And, you know, and then Joe's, I wasn't involved, and now we have references to the big guy in email, and we have proof of criminal activity and no action. And what I'm starting to ask sheriffs around the country is this. When is enough enough? When do we start arresting these clowns? Well, we can't, Sam, because we got to this and we got to that. I know, but at some point, if we obey all the rules, when they destroy the country and we have anarchy, will it be time to arrest somebody? When does the rule of law favor the moral high ground? Right, Lance? 
I mean, look, Sam, you're, you're, you just you just took the words straight out of my mouth. That the only thing you forgot is when he bought the uh, as a felon when he purchased he, he committed fraud on uh, ATF documents to purchase oh, a pistol that. and, and yeah. ammunition. Which, by the way, the fraud on the document is so much of a case, and then the, the weapon is five years, and every bullet is five years. So he was trying to purchase two boxes of ammunition and the weapon. So at the end of the day, yeah. I mean, here's my problem that I always come back to when people ask me, what do we do? You know, what is going to happen? How do we fix this? The problem is now is accountability and enforcement. There is no arm to do these arrests. The sheriffs, and I believe the constitutional sheriffs are the highest law of the land, understanding how the Constitution operates. We know we're sovereign republics. I believe they could act on uh, Hunter Biden as easily as they want for just the weapons alone that he hasn't been charged with. But then you've got things like FARA, you know, the Foreign Agency Registration Act. He obviously clearly violated that. His father participated. Then we've got things like this $50,000 a month for a house that should have rented for about four grand. And uh, his father didn't report that on the IRS forms, that extra income. I, I mean, it goes on and on and on. But we need an independent enforcement agency. We need it to have the higher uh, a budget and, and have the uh, ability to execute. George is going to confer. George, have I not been saying this, that the difficulty comes from the enforcement, the actual action to actually issue the indictments, do the investigations, issue the indictments, do the arrests, and then prosecute? Because right now it's rules for thee, not for me. George, your thoughts? Lance, I mean, valid points, but how, how are we going to get any rule of law when you have the most, one of the highest um, policing in the country is so corrupt? I mean, our FBI is just, it's just out of control. I mean, do we take blame for it, for allowing it to happen for so long? I mean, I mean it's, it's more stuff about the FBI keeps coming out day I'm gonna, I'm going to give day. you gentlemen the answer. We need to abolish the FBI. It's a criminal enterprise. The general government has no authority whatsoever in law enforcement except for about five things. The border is one of them, which they're derelict in, in enforcing, uh, leaving the poor sheriffs and the poor states and the poor governors to scramble uh, with the illegals. You, you, you see the, the, the scramble and the meltdown happening in the media. Uh, you know, they send them to Cape Cod and everybody riots, and then they kick them out of Cape Cod, right? So you understand that, look, each state has law enforcement responsibilities. The general government has very limited delegated authority in these matters. So we need to first off get things back into the state realm and the county realm where the Amen. county sheriff can hold people accountable and use the checks and balances to protect we the people against these encroachments. Some would call them overreach. Uh, I would say they're criminal destruction of the greatest country on the face of the earth, Lance. I mean, look, they're definitely operating what I call extra constitutionally. There's 17 subject matters specific for enforcement that the federal government is entitled to through the Constitution. Those 17 subject matters are federal zones, fort stocks and arsenals, 200-mile district of the water, you know, uh, crimes against ambassadors, crimes against coin, not a fiat currency, but coin in the United States Constitution. So those 17 subject matters are well-defined. But early on in our legal system, as we know, uh, the bar registered attorneys and a lot of stuff that happened around 1870, there were a lot of changes that were manipulated to what's going on, and, and, they've, and they've misused it. They've used admiralty maritime uh, you know, jurisdiction to extend beyond the scope of what our founders wanted for us. So when you look at it from that perspective, I agree with you. You know, I'd like the, I'd like the, uh, the, 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 the uh, sheriffs to start throwing out all the federal agencies in every state. Stop this overreach. 
the FBI, the DEA, the BOP, the DOJ. They're, yeah, they're operating you bureaucrats have 10 miles square that you can operate in there. And, you know, Bingo. just stay right there. And if you leave that, you just might get arrested, you know. So I'd stop that if I were you. And I'd stop it right now. See, and if you had 3,000 American sheriffs uh, articulating this and you had then the new media taking center stage to carry the ball and share the reality of this, you would have millions of Americans supporting their sheriff. And then the, con- the county sheriff of America's last hope would become a reality and we the people could breathe a little more freedom than we have hitherto been able to breathe. That's the Boom. bottom line. When we come back, we have an incredible guest. Lance will do the honors to introduce this guest. I'm talking to Lance Miliacho, ladies and gentlemen, and... George Ballantin of TheBigMig.com, an incredible guest and more criminal activity exposed in seconds on your radio. Protecting your liberties. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA News, I'm Lance Pry. After signing 90 executive orders to change the border policy at America's frontiers, President Biden, in his State of the Union address, is blaming Congress for the crisis at the U.S.-Mexico border. The American border problems won't be fixed until Congress acts. If we don't pass my comprehensive immigration reform, at least pass my plan to provide the equipment and officers to secure the border. Arkansas Republican Governor Sarah Huckabee Sanders calls out Democrats for putting America where she is right now. But we are under attack in a left-wing culture war we didn't start and never wanted to fight. Every day we are told we must partake in their rituals, salute their flags, and worship their false idols. Turkey now has roughly 60,000 aid personnel in the area affected by this week's massive earthquake. But with the devastation so widespread, many are still waiting for help. Turkish President Erdogan is visiting the quake zone Wednesday, conceded shortfalls in their response during the first day, but said the situation has improved since then. The death toll in Turkey and Syria has now surpassed 11,000 people. A portion of Michael Jackson's music catalog is up for sale with an asterisk. Michael Jackson's estate is preparing to make a massive deal for half of its catalog. TMZ is reporting Michael Jackson's estate is considering selling a 50% interest for nearly $900 million. There appears to be a talk of a sale happening between the estate and Sony, which is Jackson's long-term label. Reports say the sale would only go down if the estate maintains total control and management over the catalog. I'm Julio Flores. A lithium-ion battery prompted a United flight from San Diego to Newark, New Jersey, to return to California after about 10 minutes in the air. A handful of people on the aircraft were hospitalized. The fire took place in the first-class section and filled the cabin with smoke from the battery. This is USA News. Wendy's homestyle French toast sticks are so delicious, some are saying that they're better than their mom's breakfast. Excuse me, did you just say Wendy's French toast sticks are better than my breakfast? Mom, is that you? Answer the question. I said some people are saying that because they're so crispy on the outside and fluffy on the inside and perfect in every way. Uh Uh-huh. And what do you think? I think it's time to tell people to choose wisely. Choose Wendy's sweet and crispy homestyle French toast sticks. That's still not an answer. At participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hours. 
Have you ever picked up a towel set because it felt really soft in the store? But then when you go to use it, it's not very absorbent. That's why My Pillow has developed the My Pillow towels. Towels that work. The six-piece towel set includes two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. And right now you can receive a six-piece set for only $39.98 with promo code USA. Go to mypillow.com, click on the radio listener special, and enter promo code USA. Or call 800 951 8175 That's mypillow.com. Promo code USA. Hey, welcome back to Liberty Roundtable, patriotic radio for the conservatives, uh, America first. So here we are back and listen, we've got an amazing guest. Uh, he's the author of the Erickson Report well-known for his fight for justice and an incredible investigative journalist, Michael Ray Corey. Michael, you there? Love to have you on the show. Thanks for coming on. Uh, tell us a little yeah. about where everybody can find you, and uh, let's start with a little intro. Yep. Uh, thank you so much for having me. My name is uh, Michael Ray Corey. I'm an investigative journalist um, through my uh, organization called Plus Ultra, and that's uh, P-L-V-S-V-L-T-R-A. That's uh, Latin spelling for Plus Ultra. So it's essentially plus ultra with the V's instead of U's. Uh, so investigative journalists, I've been working on the Erickson Report for, I'd say, about four to five years now. Uh, it, it ties back into what I was doing originally in the mortgage industry. Um, and what just transpired recently with this uh, class action case as it pertains to Erickson uh, really is just beyond words unbelievable. Uh, it's hard to even uh, fathom that, that the that this would get this bad and uh so i guess i could start and we'll, with, and we'll uh, drill you, into you it for a quick second mike i i was in the mortgage industry for a long time too i was mortgage uh sort of or um i was mortgage licensed and i was also insurance licensed so i know quite a bit about it really quick it's fascinating to me that the mortgage meltdown occurred it was really created by your government where they uh yeah. created a bubble that eventually popped uh, you know, we're in this same situation with the inflation, with interest rates going up now. Housing costs have gone up, interest rates. One of the two is going to have to give. Why don't you speak to that really quick for the future, uh, and then we'll move into the topic at hand. But I, I really think we got to plumb your knowledge on that for a quick second. Yeah, I would say uh, the 2008 real estate crash was 100% uh, contrived and controlled. Um, you know, I was, I was in the industry shortly thereafter, so definitely seeing that happen and seeing how all the laws were put into place uh, in a very corrupt manner, uh, it, was, it was only meant to disable the American people and force upon them this credit system that uh, shortly before then you could just walk into a bank and anyone with a pulse would, would be able to get four or five homes. Um, and so the, the system was definitely designed to, to fail um, and, and to disempower the, one, the ones at the bottom while getting bailouts for the ones at the top. So I'm really hoping that's, uh, that's not something that's even uh, in, in the works or in the plans, but the de they're definitely devaluing the dollar. Uh, looks like they're trying to kill the dollar, to be honest with you. Uh, it seems that that's what their uh, sole purpose and sole dedication is by continuing to raise the, raise the federal fund rate. Um, it, it doesn't make sense, but, uh, you know, you can only hope that, uh, that the American people can, can bear through it just long enough to get these guys out of office. Yeah, and something's going to have to give, and if interest rates ain't coming down, the price of homes certainly will, Lance. 
Boy, I got to tell you, they're they're hyperinflated. You know, I uh, I can't believe some of these prices here in Denver. It's a crazy thing, but there's no doubt that they're trying to destroy the dollar. They're definitely trying to disconnect it as the petrodollar. You know, BRICS is obviously the main push by other countries at this point. Those countries are purchasing and hoarding gold at the moment uh, so they can have a stronger back currency. And I believe long term, the dollar is in serious trouble if we don't get some leadership in D.C., and as far as real estate, well, look, I think the bubble is uh, it, it's not one I would buy into right now. I think commercial has been hanging on by a thread. I see the vacancies in the major cities and I think the residential, they price themselves out of the market. That's why rentals are as strong as they are. And what, what are Americans supposed to do, Sam? I mean, how do you afford these houses? Houses that were just a few years ago were 250,000, 300,000 are now sitting around 600,000 in Denver. Explain that to me. How, do you, how can you afford that? The answer is it's not possible. What they're really trying to do, and listen to the communist agenda here, what they're really trying to do is they're trying to force generations to move in together. You see, when everybody was poor yesteryear and everything else, and, and you know you had to make it on your own, families lived together. You know, Married yeah. children would live with their married parents. Why? So they could save money to get a big enough down payment to actually own something. It took grit. It took work. It took organizing. It took families working together uh, to obtain something. It was hard to get something. And then they basically moved everybody out separate, right? I mean, you're 20 years old. You're supposed to get the house nicer than your parents who worked for it for 40 years kind of a thing. And that was the psychotic disconnect. Uh, the truth is, hey, people cannot afford to do this. They never have been able to afford it. The only reason they can do it is because of fake money. The problem is now the Ponzi scheme of fake money is coming to bear its fruit. Yeah, I think you just nailed it. I think it's unfortunate, and I think it's a, a, a terrible situation that we're putting our, our children and our grandchildren in. You know, you obviously are you're well aware that what we're leaving them at this point is a disjointed and broken system. And a lot of them, I, honestly, I think they're spending too much time on TikTok to recognize the signs of a major coup from inside America. Sadly, true. And speaking of that coup, we're being undermined in so many ways. We're going to talk about one of them with Michael Ray Calvary right now. The Erickson Report is the title of our discussion today. A matter of national security. Ericksonreport.com is where you can learn more. Now, I want to set the stage for this by saying I think Joe Biden's inability to articulate what's going on in America uh, and understand it. You know, you had a weather balloon, supposedly, just fly <laughs> over the United States, like, diagonal across the whole country. I don't know if it's intel surveillance, or I don't know if it was a weather balloon. It could have been a weather balloon, just like the Chinese say. But remember, weather is a weapon, or weather warfare could be the goal. And why was that supersonic freeze paralleling that balloon? I don't know, but it's uh, there. Strange coincidence. Either way, though, look, you can't have a president that can't hardly talk, that can't remember what he did yesterday or anything else. Uh, you can't have that guy at the helm. That alone is a national security crisis. Michael, let's start there. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, I would say if, if you dig into the, the contracts that, that uh, this report exposes, this all happened under the uh, Obama administration with Joe Biden as vice president. So. Um, he was very well aware of, of uh, what was happening. He was very well aware of, of how they sold our country out uh, by taking the telecommunication systems and moving them to a state-owned uh, Swedish corporation. Um, and, and really, it's unbelievable when you, when you get down into it. 
uh, but this is beyond treasonous once you see what uh, what Erickson has gone on to do with this class action case uh, that we'll, we'll cover later on. But uh, as it starts off, you have to understand that the, tr the, the, the same communication cables we're, we're communicating over right now um, in, in a certain way, you know, form or fashion, either it's through the FCC spectrum or whether it's through subcontracting, uh, Ericsson has its hands on the on the lever um, and in the in between inner exchanges, so they're able to not only map out but they're able to listen in on every single call, every single radio, every single uh, anything with communications. They they have their hands in the cookie jar, so uh, it's really unbelievable how we got to this point. But um, this the story gets worse when you look at the fact that our government, the State Department under uh, Hillary Clinton and, and the Obamas were paid, the Clintons were paid specifically $750,000 uh, bill was paid for a, a speech in Hong Kong by this company, Ericsson. Uh, and then shortly thereafter, she, she says uh, in, a, in, a, in her sanctions a week later, she mentions that she's not going to put sanctions on uh, companies, telecoms like Ericsson. She's going to allow specifically companies like Ericsson to police themselves. So she gives basically a carte blanche access to Ericsson to be allowed to just come right into our uh, critical infrastructure and take over a very important contract that's called the number portability contract. Um, and, and people don't really realize this because it's, it, you would just never believe that, a, that our country would allow something like this to take place. But they allowed a foreign Swedish corporation that is bribing, funding, and sponsoring ISIS for over 17-plus years. And now, as we found out through this class action lawsuit, has not only been funding, bribing, and sponsoring ISIS, but has been helping facilitate with our own technology the transfer of this technology to those ISIS soldiers, knowing insurgents rather, knowing that those ISIS insurgents were killing American soldiers. And so, let me stop you one there, Michael. I want to give the listeners one piece of background. Erickson was caught red-handed with their, with, with their hands in the cookie jar. They were fined by the SEC, a combination of fines, and by the federal government. The federal government decided to defer the charges. The fine was $1 billion. It was split at $560 million and $540 million accordingly by different agencies. And they backpocketed or deferred the criminal charges. But yet, here was a, comp a company that got caught red-handed financing terrorist organizations in different parts of the world, not just ISIS. And, and to me, that should a fine wasn't enough. These executives should have been arrested because at the end of the day, you're talking about financing domestic terrorist organizations and international terrorist organizations. So at the end of the day, you look at it from that perspective. Does not that make them a terrorist organization, Sam? Doesn't that qualify them to be without, exactly Without that? question, think about what we're saying, ladies and gentlemen. The company Ericsson, the Swedish big giant telecom, literally is fomenting terrorism and our united states government knew about it didn't care jumped in awarded them the contract so when joe biden says he doesn't know anything about these things he needs to be put on the witness stand okay and he needs to swear to the truth under the penalty of perjury okay but look donald trump was wise to this donald trump said that hey you know these clowns created isis Hillary was involved in creating ISIS. Uh, I'll try to get that clip and pull it out real quick from the archives. But Donald Trump highlighted this, George. 
Yeah, I you know what I've seen that clip yesterday. Somebody had put that up, and he, he did highlight. It. He was talking about it. But a quick, couple of quick points. Let's talk about Biden first. For Biden to say um, about his son Hunter, he's the smartest guy he knows. That just shows you the level int intellect of Biden. I mean, it's just non-existent with him. But two, like two points. Why is a foreign entity allowed to be in control of our communications and specifically our military communications? That's number one. Number two is Erickson agreed to pay, um, what is it, like $1 billion, Mike, in government um, yeah. violations? Yeah. It, so that was fine. Like a traffic fines. ticket. So, so isn't that yeah. saying that So you're paying a fine? It means you're agreeing that you're guilty of these crimes, correct? Uh, oh, yeah. And way worse. I mean, Sam, they right? Would, like, they would, from a documentation point of view, claim that they didn't admit any guilt. See, they have all these game playing that they do as well. I'll cop to it and pay a fine, but I won't admit guilt, right? <laughs> Yeah. Right, I mean, but 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 paying your fines and and doing that is is saying you're guilty because if you weren't guilty, you would fight that and not want to pay the fines. Yeah, no, so, it's the, it's the same thing Lafarge just did, the cement company that uh, Hillary Clinton was on the board of in '91 and '92. Uh, the same, the same, very same players uh, who also authored this this contract uh, from uh, the firm Paul and Weiss. You have Jay Johnson, you have uh, Loretta Lynch, you have John Carlin. All of them oversaw this this prosecution uh, going against uh, Lafarge, the cement company. And what's crazy is they were they're the first corporation now to set precedent for us this amazing precedent of a corporation committing terrorism on human beings. And so they paid seven hundred sixty eight million dollars. So now there's a traffic ticket fee that you pay after you've reaped your billions and trillions of dollars in uh, resource fees and you know, displacing, killing human beings, and now you just pay a, a, a traffic ticket. So maybe that's the it, cut for the big guy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly right. Yeah. A cut for the about a cut for the big guy. Listen, Barack Obama is half running the Biden or the the Biden presidency is the problem. But Trump called this out. You see, sometimes when Trump makes statements, he's not very. He needs someone like me, me to be his kind of media czar to help him kind of put things in context. Amen. Folks, please. Folks hear the Donald and they're going, what is he talking about? He's off his rock. Only to come find out three months, six months later. No, he's not off his rocker. In fact, he nailed it. Here's proof to the point. ISIS is honoring President Obama. He is the founder of ISIS. He's the founder of ISIS. Okay. He's the founder. Yeah. He founded ISIS. And I would say the co-founder would be crooked Hillary Clinton. Michael, what do you say to that? <laughs> yeah, it's actually now now that we have the civil case that was released that makes you want to throw up when you read it, um, it it's it's actually down to the to the facts and we actually have the contracts that prove it too. Um, Obama Donald well knew what aware. he was talking about, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. One hundred. He knew, and, and, not, and see, not without, the, without the investigative reporting, ladies and gentlemen, that Michael Ray Cowrie and others are doing, you wouldn't even know that, that Donald was so spot on on this. But now you go, wow, I didn't realize all Donald needs is someone to help him connect the dots for 2024. Uh, and, and I believe that the new media guys taking center stage are the people to give that to him, Lance. Yeah, look. Uh, Trump knows he knows a lot more and he doesn't telegraph all of it. We know that he's he, he's a strategist. I mean, let's face it. He's playing, uh, you know, 3D chess. 
at the end of the day, there was a civil case that I can't think of the name of right now, but Michael probably knows it. The civil case that was filed, Michael, where Schmitz Trump actually Erickson. mentions oh. Newstar and Jaffe in the civil case. And these are some of the documents that Trump, I believe, spoon fed intentionally, uh, even though they were they were uh, attorney client privilege documents. I believe he left them in there when they did the raid so they could find them which puts it right in their face that he knows about what's been done with our DNS. He knows what's been done. When Kalia was passed in, I think, 94, that was the start of them taking over all our communications. There are no secure communications. Let me say this to mm -hmm. the listeners. Don't believe that anything is not accessible by the system they built. And at the heart of it is Newstar and Ericsson. They're at the You're heart right about of the that. surveillance. You're right. Let me give you proof to that. Even when our, our buddy, Stuart Rhodes, uh, went to prison uh, and he used, you know, they use Signal or whatever these apps are that they want you mm. to believe that somehow has this extra layer of security and stuff. Not so. The FBI literally said, hey, here's all the, quote, Signal or Telegram or whatever, you know, whatever app you're using at the time. Here's all the information that they talked about back and forth in and out of the Capitol. And here it is, jury. Well, how did they get that if it's so secure? The answer is, it ain't secure. You've been lied to and played for a sucker, that's all. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's correct. Hey, Michael, tell us, uh, that civil case, uh, what, what, give me the title on that one, because I know you first know the, that. Uh, it's, it's, uh, it's Trump versus the DNC. Yeah, and explain the connection. Explain the connection Trump, with Newstar. Hold on, Star. Trump versus DNC. So Trump against the Democratic National Committee, right? Yep. Go ahead. I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think the case went went uh, uh, the most corrupt committee. I mean, uh, just get, getting to be as corrupt as uh, as all all of our government, uh, but but definitely the most corrupt. The DNC uh, really that's where you you have all the vote fixing going through. They have they have signed memorandums of understanding through the Clinton Foundation, tying directly into the DNC. Obama started with the corruption and the machine, not just machine fixing, but uh, manipulation of voters and voter roles, creating actual voters out of uh, basically your Obama, you know, the back end of Obamacare. Uh, so you're using different systems to take information from all these different systems and basically traffic your digital human rights. Uh, so if I'm not, I'm not taking your entire digital, uh, what they call it as P2 profile, it's personal identifying information. And so if I'm not taking that all from one source, but rather taking it from, let's say, six or seven different sources and patching all that information together, you know, you scramble it, then unscramble it, it's, it's technically not taking your information, right? Yeah, we're uh, pretending that we didn't take your information. What we really did is just build a dossier on the back end. And since we have the access to all communications, we can pick piece by piece off and assemble it and pretend we didn't violate uh, privacy laws and everything else. Tell everybody who attorney... Michael Sussman is in this case because some of these key figures Oof. are important to learn their names. Yeah, so Sussman actually he was representing uh, he's a cybersecurity attorney. He was representing Rodney Joffe. He was representing the uh, Number Portability Administration Center. He was representing Twitter uh, in cases against in cases uh, pertaining to FISA, and then he was also representing Newstar, all at the same time. Uh, which is extremely curious and interesting, and I would love for hopefully Elon well, Musk to It's a to massive release. conflict of interest. I'll go there, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it'd be great if Elon could release those Twitter files from 2014 so we could find out what exactly well, Twitter could. was Well, he could. The only question for. is he probably won't. Yeah, yeah we'd yeah, like well, to see we'll him see. I mean, 
It'd be great if he if it'd be great if he did because uh, it would it would help answer a lot of questions. But since I'll be going to testify before Congress on this issue, I think it's important to note that you know this did happen under Biden. And if you look at the the fact that this this system now controls our nine one one emergency services, um, that is the the bedrock for everything. So you when you when you may need emergency services your most most integral time, you have a, a group of people who are willing to kill American soldiers. Uh, did kill American soldiers. And so then you have to ask yourself, are these the people you want porting your number over in, in that important time of need? You know, because they could all just as easily just shut it off and then you don't get any help at all or they send somebody else. Well, I sure don't want an international company with ties to, to international terrorism and funding international terrorism to have the ability to listen in on 100% of all of our communications, including encrypted government communications and military communications. No, I, I say no to that. Sam, George, your thoughts? <laughs> George, no, amen. No, amen. No, definitely not. But, you know, I want your listeners to understand something. Everything that we're we are all talking about, these are not conspiracy theories. These are facts. And you you talk about, like, say, Trump talking about, you know, putting information out. Well, didn't Trump put a ban on TikTok because of Chinese buying? And then who who lifted that? The Biden administration. And now all of a sudden, you have the Democrats in Congress banning TikTok from um, any Congress's government phones. But meanwhile, then yeah, you have TikTok. TikTok's bad, but the balloon's fine there, uh, George. Don't worry about yeah. a thing, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> but the, you know, the funny part is you have Adam Schiff doing a TikTok video saying how he got thrown out of a Intel committee. I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah it's good that he's talking on TikTok being part right. of the Intel committee. <laughs> I mean, it's just but another point for um, your listeners and um, Michael Corey is the expert on this, but the Swedish um, Ericsson, the company, right? All this came about through their own internal investigation. This is not made up. They did an, their own internal investigation, and their external legal counsel uncovered all these claims in Iraq. Was it dating back to 2018, Michael? Well, yeah, but it, it, yeah, the, for the ones they revealed. But uh, you know, it went, it went back to 2002, which makes me wonder: were they the ones that turned over the, the data to the civil case? Because then you got to wonder, you got to wonder, right? That means that. Well, that here's means the deal. Remember, this is what this is what investigative journalism is all about. We're still putting together some of the dots, ladies and gentlemen. We're not telling you we know everything. Remember, we got to back into this uh, in hostile uh, enemy territory, one little tidbit at a time. But every time we get a tidbit, you know, they can put together information on you and a dossier on you and claim they get a little bit here, a little bit there. And so they didn't violate any laws or anything else. We're doing the same thing back to them and putting little droplets in, in this uh, beaker. And eventually we have a beaker full of criminal activity is what's going on, ladies and gentlemen. So some of this we get from uh, congressional heroes. Senator Ron Wyden is one of them who has helped us yes. get some droplets in the beaker, Michael. Yes, sir. Yes, he he uh, he actually confirmed a lot of what I was putting in my report initially, and um, you know confirmed it on December fifteenth of twenty twenty two. He comes out and he says, "Yeah, we need to we need to investigate Newstar, and we need to investigate the DNS system because it's being abused to circumvent constitutional rights and to spy on the American people." And <clears throat> he's right over the target when he says that. But you just have to wonder: are are is the FTC going to actually? Uh, properly investigate that. Well, if they're not, no. uh, we're, we're going <laughs> to take question, it. Sir, is a very long answer. No. 
Yeah, well, we're, we're going to take it to Congress and we're going to enter the information into record now with, with this civil case. It's 816 pages. It was filed by the, the, by the families of the soldiers whose lives were lost. Um, and good on the them. Hands. They should do exactly that. And we support them a gazillion percent, Michael. Yeah, we need to support them more, too, because this is the most powerful company on the planet. And the fact that they're literally controlling our 911 services and they're controlling the child exploitation center and the Amber Alert system. Uh, you talk about child trafficking and sex, sex trafficking before. Man, I cannot imagine what they'll be able to do if we let them get off uh, from this this unbelievable set of circumstances they find themselves in right now. Ladies and gentlemen, we've teased you with a lot of the details to kind of get you to understand how encompassing, uh, ubiquitous, and pervasive this psychotic, satanic system has become. And, uh, you know, Trump says Obama's the founder of ISIS and Hillary and Bill are guilty, too. Well, Bill's not guilty. He's just on the, what's that plane called? Yeah. He's just on the Jeffrey Epstein plane or island and this kind of stuff, right? Uh, so don't worry about Bill. He's out of the way, see? Uh, but curiously, ladies and gentlemen, look, the FCC ignored national security requirements for this contract. Um, look, that is criminal, folks. They just simply ignored all the rules put in place uh, to make sure that we had national security. That's the big problem. When we come back next hour, we're going to basically set it up again, and we're going to drill into the details of, of Senator Ron Wyden, uh, of the information that Michael has been able to gather on this, because it is extensive. It is shocking, and it takes painstaking, incredible investigative reporting and investigative skills to figure this out. We're talking about the Erickson report, okay? You want to learn more? It's a matter of national security, so you better get up on this, and you better do it fast. EricssonReport.com. We're talking about the Swedish company, the telecom company Ericsson. You know, they used to make phones. You used to see Ericsson phones around. Um, They've just backed into kind of the shadows as they continue to promote the shadow global government that we need to dismantle. We can do that with checks and balances. We can do that with the moral high ground. We can do that with God Almighty's help. But you want to learn more, ericksonreport.com is how you can get hold of uh, Michael's incredible information. We're talking to Michael Ray Cowley. Cowry. He's an investigative journalist. He's also co-founder of, give me this website again, Michael. Plus Ultra. It's P-L-V-S-V-L-T-R-A. It's Latin spelling for further beyond. Uh, we're a intelligence e- uh, entity and watchdog, government watchdog. And that is .org, correct, Michael? Yes, sorry. Government watchdog, ladies and gentlemen. We also got the two folks with us that are known as the tip of the spear. What am I talking about? TheBigMig.com. You got Lance Miliacho. You've got George Ballantine with us. And I'm telling you, we're going to break it down next hour. And we're going to connect all the dots just for you. I'm telling you right now, be ready. Have your pen and paper handy to take notes. Be ready to spread the word on social and everywhere you can because we got to make this go viral. The new media is indeed taking center stage, ladies and gentlemen. It used to be he who owns the rules or he who owns the media makes the rules. Now we make the rules, baby. And they don't know what to do, do they? LibertyRoundTable.com. We declare this nation shall endure. God save the republic.
Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. show. All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. Sam Bushman on your radio. This is the broadcast for February the 8th in the year of our Lord, 2023. This is our two at two. The goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, to promote God, family, and country, to use the supreme law of the land, the Constitution of the United States of America, replete with the checks and balances put in place brilliantly by the Founding Fathers. We can restore the Republic. We can do it peacefully. We don't need a revolution. But, folks, we are absolutely running out of time. You say, what are you talking about, Sam? Let me just give you a couple of headlines that I just got uh, from different conservative media organizations okay Uh, i don't even know how to kind of respond to some of these headlines but i'm going to give them to you anyway the first one says this an angry mob of transgender activists stormed the oklahoma capitol (laughs) what right in the center of america folks these whacked out transgender folks are literally going violent an angry mob think of the constitution's counterpart you have the right to peacefully assemble Now you got these transgender mobs running around, storming the Capitol. It is insane. If that's not enough for you, listen to the headline from the Epic Times to make the point. Cartel violence spills over into America. Nations consider military drafts as wars loom. Now, look, ladies and gentlemen, I'm telling you right now, as we're on them with their criminal activity... (laughs) <laughs> what they're going to do is force a war upon us so they can distract. And people give up more liberty in wartime or in the viewpoints of war than any other time ever. So beware is my warning. On your radio today, Sam Bushman, Lance Miliacho, George Ballantine, and Michael Ray Cowrie. What are we talking about? We are talking about this Erickson Report. EricksonReport.com. Is it org? Uh, com. All right, ericksonreport.com. It's a matter of national security, folks, and we're basically putting together all the details where the FCC allowed this to happen. And look, they're basically funding and sponsoring ISIS through these documents. The, the uh, FCC ignored national security protocol to get this contract in place by the Swedish telecom company Ericsson. Now, Donald Trump said Obama is the founder of ISIS and Hillary's guilty as well. At first, we didn't know what he was talking about. But this is what Trump was talking about. And people like Ron Wyden in the Senate have exposed some of this. Michael is an incredible investigative reporter that has put the dots together on what's going on with this, folks. Okay, that's what you need to know. And that's why you need to go to ericksonreport.com to learn more about it, to understand and put the dots together. But in general, you got a criminal cabal, globally terrorist ties to monitor everything you do say. And it's almost to the point where you think because they're taking AI to look at your face uh, with all the digital cameras everywhere. And they're literally trying to build this back end dossier on you, including eventually replicating your voice through Microsoft's voice AI technology, and then eventually using these chatbots, GPT, GPT, chat, and others, uh, to literally 
try to replicate you and what you'll do in situations. The military backing for this is what can we do to Sam Bushman and how will he respond? Okay, I know this sounds like I'm connecting a lot together, but Michael, let's start with you. How far off is this uh, is the narrative I'm painting? Not at all. Uh, it's right over the target. Um, you have Raytheon. You have uh, you have con- subcontractors from uh, Lockheed Martin. You have re- subcontractors from uh, Northrop Grumman, and I've talked to all of them uh, off the record, but uh, they've all told me 100% that you have a digital version of you in databases all around the world. And that digital version of you is is meant to self-replicate, to, to, to essentially make decisions uh, as you would make decisions. And in some cases, make decisions before you make them. Uh, kind of game theorying out what you may do for commercial purposes, right? It's all just to sell you something. But at the end of the day, once, once they want that information for other purposes, they're going to get it. Lance, what do you say to that? While this is going on and they're building this incredible, satanic, big tech... Uh, prison apparatus, so to speak, replete with the ability to convict you on any front they want to because they control the narrative. Meanwhile, an angry mob of transgender wackos are going crazy in Oklahoma. <laughs> and then, hey, man, cartel violence is spilling over into America, for crying out loud. Look, I, I just have to jump on the transgender topic for a second. Isn't it hard to storm the Capitol when you're wearing a size 12 women's heel? I'm just wondering. I mean, doesn't that make it difficult? I'm not sure about the technical no, aspects listen, of that. And I don't want to know, Sam. I don't want to know. Chicks know when they need to be agile, they take off their shoes. When they want to stay, they, they, they go barefoot. Them on. Otherwise, yeah, they right. go barefoot, take them off, dude, and the assault begins. Hey, Lance, I have a quick yeah. question. Did, did the FBI go there and um, call, you know said insurrection? And they, did they lock up all the trans... Um... Genders? Yeah, I mean, I, I hope they use that geofencing they use on the J6 to, to corral those transgenders, and they're going to hurry up and go arrest them and put them in the D.C. gulag, because how should it be any less for the transgenders than it is for the J6 patriots? I don't, I don't know, Sam. Look, the state yeah, I would affairs... have had Vic... By the way, Victoria was at <laughs> J6. She got arrested. She's in the Epic Times movie. Her name is Victoria. And wow. she was going to go on my program the day of, but because of the geofencing and the flat out shutdown that Michael's referring to related to DNS and everything else. They literally shut down her ability to connect. She had to come on the next morning from a hotel to deliver her report. Uh, Just so you know, that's how tied in we are to the truth people. Yeah. You know, listen, Greg Phillips, you know, he's a geofencing expert, as we all know, and he's part of True the yes, Vote for people that don't know him. He's working on a technology right now that he's coming out with that is going to is going to assist with stopping all that tracking on cellular and uh, digital communication. So I, I look forward to him bringing that out. But look, Sam, there's no doubt we've got a criminal enterprise in Washington, D.C., the fact that they are working closely with corporations around the world, I mean, that gives them a lot of flexibility, right? If you work with a corporation, uh, you don't have to worry about those those uh, difficult things called laws. It allows you to circumvent. You give them and you've got deniable accountability. Listen, I know. I was an ex-agency private contractor, Halliburton, Wackenhut, G4S, Sabre. Worked for a lot of them, did Diplo Security and did uh, tips teams, all sorts of other things for different governments. And the point of the matter is they use those private agency contractors. They use contractors like Raytheon and companies like Ericsson because it allows them to get around the laws of the United States because they can always blame shift. And let's face it, these are criminals that are experts in blame shifting. 
So they create these environments where they can actually do that. It's just the same thing they do in Fort Washington and Fort Detrick. They, they combine multi-agencies. So they've got the CIA, the NSA, the DIA, the DEA, the FBI, all working out of the same organization. So when they're doing intel and research, they're able to cross over their charters. So they go, oh, well, wait a minute. You weren't supposed to be spying on Americans. Oh, that's not my product. That's the FBI. This is the CIA when they've got the product in their hands when they spied on Sam Bushman. They just defer the argument and they defer the flexibility of law by saying, oh, well, we don't know whose product that is. It just so happened to come across my desk. Listen, Dennis Montgomery outed all of this in a civil case in 2006. He turned in 53 disks proving that there is a spying apparatus used on Americans all across the country currently. They're spying on the FISA court judges. They're spying on the district court judges. They're spying on the federal judges. That's why we can't get any kind of a, a win in the court system, because they just back pocket the information until they need it, and they use it when it comes out. I mean, listen, Michael, you know about this. Am I right? Is the spying apparatus in place to literally spy on everybody 100%? Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, the, the the only thing that I would say is uh, when I take when I take off to the Lolita Express, they don't spy on me. I can go ahead and turn that off. Yeah, that's it, right. It's my the only human trafficking the, organization with no clients. So, yeah, so, so it only it only works if you're not part of the deep state to track everybody. If you're part of the deep state, you can escape it. Look, we're, we're talking about, ladies and gentlemen, and what Michael and crew have done is revealing the back door to a corporate spying apparatus being used to hijack our tax-created uh, DNS, infrastructure, etc., to spy on over 6.5 billion persons worldwide. That's what we're talking about, right, Michael? Yeah, this is, uh, I, would, I would call this uh, Edward Snowden uh, on steroids um, because Snowden definitely was not doing the things on behalf of, uh, of, America, you know, of America and for the benefit of America. Um, he was he was doing it more so to get uh, corporations to go overseas, which is exactly what they did. Um, but uh, you know it, it's really important because a lot of people don't don't truly understand or realize the importance of their data. Uh, but your data turns into your memories, and your memories turn into you know your your life. And so if if you allow for your data to be carte blanche accessed, and anybody can have no holds barred to your data at all times, well. That would include turning your camera on when you don't want it turned on. That would include uh, tracking, you know, everything you're doing in real time, all the time, even when your phone is off. Uh, so, it is, it is, it is definitely something that is should be at the forefront of everyone's mind. But then, when you add to that fact that this corporation Ericsson and its subsidiaries and several other entities literally knew, fun, funded, bribed, and provided aid provided weapons, provided United States taxpayer-funded technologies to enable the killing of American soldiers. Um, that should, you know, to, to me, that that's like, okay, if we don't stand up for, for our, the soldiers who went, to go, who, who went to go fight for us, for this country, and then this country turns its back on those very same soldiers by, by providing, you know, like you said, you know, created James ISIS. Corp, James... Um, Corbett of the Corbett Report had done a video, and you got to find this on the internet. I don't have it handy right now, but he did this video where he documented the the beginnings of the backdoor apparatus. You've documented so well, Michael, 
and he highlighted how even in the 1930s, 40s, 50s, 60s, when most people didn't even really know about computing, they were working on this stuff. Back doors have been built in from the beginning. And it's a trifecta of evil people doing this. You got the Pentagon, the DOD, Department of Defense. Okay, that's one group. In bed with the universities, that's group two. In bed with big tech companies, that's group three. And they created the InQtel uh, group to fund these corporations. Uh, they then co-opted the universities so that your tax dollars fund it. And this trifecta of people have built this apparatus intentionally from the get-go. And the reason that I bring up James Corbett and the Corbett Report is because he documented the whole historical reality of this as it unfolded. He went back and documented the history of that, culminating in the work you're doing, Michael. Absolutely, and I, and I really appreciate his work. Uh, and, and, you know, it's it's just hard to try to explain to people the importance of just this subsection of it, but absolutely going back to we're we're talking uh, Jeff Bezos's great or great not great grandfather but grandfather was L P Geis, that's the uh, the head funding uh, lead essentially of DARPA, who create who provides funding for the ARPANET right. So Jeff Bezos just sells you books. He does not spy on your data. Um, that's sarcasm. Uh, he definitely always had access to the system. He had access to ARPANET. He had access to, to much more. And then he was able to create Amazon out of his garage, just like the Google folks and uh, the other one, uh, YouTube, uh, Wojcicki. They all, they all just created these companies out of their garage, right? These companies were all created and contrived through, the, through DARPA and, and funded through our U.S. taxpayer dollars so that, you know, they could spy on us. That's, that's literally what, what's been done the entire time. And yes, and spying has become ubiquitous. It is impossible to avoid. I know people think that they can, all that kind of, or that they can avoid it, but they can't. But I want to point this out, um, and let's go to George for this first, and then we'll go to Lance. Um, George, look, spying is one thing. They want to build the spying uh, apparatus, and then they want to build this, quote, dossier on you. They want to merge it with AI. Eventually, to basically, they control the narrative to your own life. It doesn't matter what you remember. It doesn't matter what you factually did. It matters what they contrive and ascribe you to. Uh, they've done that to Trump. You can see the pattern uh, they're doing. Um, but it's what they want to do after they gather all the data. They don't want to just monitor you to monitor you. Okay, they're not just weird voyeurist kind of people. They want to take that information then and use it against you to turn you and me and everybody else who stands against them or doesn't go along with their agenda as a terrorist criminal. That's the narrative, the box they're trying to put us in, George. Yeah, Sam, like, listen, they're building a dossier on each and every American in this country. And exactly what, what government does, they force you to, to um, work for them. That's why, like, you know, the liberals are Democrat. They want bigger government, more control. And I'm not giving up my control. You know, there's some people that fold to that, will give in to the government. No, not us. We're patriots. We don't do that. But every, like, if you look at, um, you just, when Michael brought up about Snowden, and you had, um, what was it, um, secret court order, um, the government forced Verizon to hand over records of yep. millions of Americans. Yeah. I mean, right? Like, that's against the law. But nothing, nothing, right. nothing nobody was held accountable. And he, yeah, because uh, the president's pardoned him. Right. right. You're but right. Why? Right. And, Go ahead. Yes. No, I just want to bring up two quick points. He pardoned who? The guy from Verizon. But what about Snowden? What about Julian Assange? They want them so bad because they're the purveyors of giving out information that nobody has. And they want to stop it because it exposes the shadow government, the cabal, 
everything in that sense. I mean, I wish Trump would have pardoned Snowden or an, um, an Assange. Amen. I don't know why Amen. he didn't. And provided, and provided protection to many of us uh, out here as well. Before we go to Lance, I just want to say one thing about this. That's why all these data leaks, folks. You believe that these big corporations are just like, hey, Larry's up there and he got confused and pressed the wrong button on the router and it gave everybody's information away? Okay, that ain't true, people. That's a lie straight from the pit of hell. The truth is they leaked your data on purpose because that helps them build their dossier. Uh, because there's pieces they can't get because it is uh, related to security, you know, uh, secure URLs and secure transactions and things like that. And But they, what they want to do is backdoor leak it because then they can gather it and claim that they didn't get it through nefarious means or criminal means or anything else. Uh, but whether it's your, your data via HIPAA, uh, look, COVID was designed to violate HIPAA. Whether it's your data via this credit card information, well, golly, if a leak happens, we didn't mean to. We'll make sure we take care of uh, things better next time. But this is all by design, Lance. This is not by mistake. I mean, look, Ulysses S. Grant said it best. There are but two parties now, traitors and patriots, and I want hereafter to be ranked with the latter. Look, Facebook Roger that. got caught with our data. Twitter, the Twitter files have exposed the fact that everything that we already thought was going on, YouTube, this suppression of 1A and this attack on 2A, which the founders did to protect us, data is king. They want to collect as much information as possible. They want to install programs on people's computers. I believe they want to install files. What's the easiest way to shut up Sam Bushman? Let's install a file of, uh, you know, uh, uh, child porn on his on his computer so we can go find it later on. We'll hide it in the data. Yeah, then they, they tell you, argument. I watched child porn, and it turns out I'm blind, and they get caught lying. Don't do that. Yeah, exactly. Stop. My point, and that's exactly where I was going with it. My point is that it's exactly what they did, and it's what Dennis Montgomery has been yelling from the rooftops, and everybody's ignored it. He filed 18 separate whistleblower filings with different agencies. And God and bless And every him. agency deferred and said, oh, this isn't our department. Oh, no, we don't do this. Well, then who does do it, Sam? Who's the agency? This data is being collected. We are being spied on. They're using our government as a weapon. They have weaponized a government. Listen. Well, the, and remember, the, they admitted it uh, by a sideways um, media cabal. Here's what happened. George Bush said, hey, I'm only monitoring tariffs, terrorists yeah. overseas. Nobody else. And then they backed into this. And then it was like, no, George, you're monitoring everybody. I know, but it's necessary. And then Congress literally stupidly codified this. Uh, as they've manipulated our rights away one little teeny slice uh, at a time. And that's that, Michael, seems to be kind of their mode of operatus, to pretend they're not doing it, to back into it little by little. And they don't care how the data becomes available to them because they know they can capture it, and then they know that they can add it to dossiers one little bit at a time. Let's create a new field for this. Boom, let's get have a data leak or have a this or have a that. Let's populate it. Hey, we didn't get that from any nefarious needs. We don't do that. We okay, and we know that the FBI has been using terrorist tools to get it done. Right? Yeah. There's it, evidence it, now that the FBI has been creating software using core terrorist software to build their software to do just this. Gather the data. I mean, yeah, and, Sam, and it, you just nailed it. I mean, you just nailed it. They're trying to build a facility twice the size of the Pentagon for the FBI. Since when does our domestic arm of enforcement for the federal government need a building twice the size of the Pentagon? Since, since they've decided that everybody who doesn't agree with them or who won't go along is a terrorist. That's when. Correct. Well, you know, valid points on something. 
we they they created what the um FB, the whistleblower act to protect the whistleblower, right? You have yeah, a good friend of mine, Steve Gray. He's, um he retired early from the FBI because he just couldn't deal, didn't like the corruption, the lying. You have two two more gentlemen, um, Kyle Sefferin and then Steve Friend, like both both whistleblowers. But now you just no, the FBI threw them out, no job, no money, but they were doing the right thing. So where's the protection? Is is our Republican Congress going to do something and stand up, or are they part of it? No, Kevin's going to hang out with Joaquin Jeffries and make buddies, and then they're going to meet with Elon <laughs> Musk to discuss how to be fair to both sides of the aisle, and then they're going to go ahead and mock the State of the Union address from from Joe, uh, and then in the end of the day, socialism and communism are going to become the comp- twin companions of our destruction, while we the people sit idly by and do nothing and watch, um, when's the Super Bowl coming up there on, uh, uh, when's that coming up, see, and the That's Americans are completely distracted while this happens, Michael. Yeah, yeah, and I think uh, I think we're in we're in for uh, quite the battle right now, and I think the best path forward is if we, you know, you can kick and scream and and you know moan about all the elections and how how they've gone turned out. If we don't stand up for our military men and service service men and women when when they when their lives are already lost, right? They they went to serve this country, and it turned out that. The CIA and counterterrorism apparatuses were used to give the technology over to the actual terrorists and then all knowingly provide aid and abet those terrorists while they kill those U.S. soldiers. And you had 456 families of those soldiers, of those lost lives, who have to bear that truth and understand it but go so far as to file these civil, this civil case. And it's completely documented top to bottom what what type of device was used to kill them uh how that technology ties back to ericsson um this this will this will go down in history as the most unbelievable uh abuse of government and corporate power uh probably in the history of of of, uh of the world i know i know what happened uh, during the holocaust was pretty bad but i would say well and uh, holodomor was pretty bad yeah oh yeah. yeah which for some reason they talk about the holocaust they never talk about holodomor though and it was even worse uh, yeah. Not that I endorse either of them. They're both criminal activities everywhere, t- flat-out tyrants. But I'm making a point that somehow we have a, a, t- a tinged, manipulated view of history. Remember, the victors <laughs> write the playbook of how it, right. they think it went down, not, not the truth. But this is going to lead, ladies and gentlemen, to the largest class-action lawsuit likely ever filed in history. We'll get to that in a minute, uh, Michael. But I want to set this up and then have you take off on this on the other side of the break, okay? Because the break's coming up. Sure. And I want to give you a chance to just open up and respond. But three weeks after sending the report to all agencies involved, the Department of Justice, the State Department, all these government ABC agencies, opened the new probe into Erickson's misconduct. But here's the problem that I have with this. And then I want you to, 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 to take off on this. You know, I remember the Ammon Bundy example. In Ammon Bundy, they were slaughtering him in court. Until a whistleblower came out and until he got a witness to make a mistake and spill some stuff on the stand that then allowed them to open up and dig further. The reason that they dismissed the case on Ammon Bundy in Nevada was because they were afraid that if Ammon was able to continue, he would expose the whole damn thing. And so what they said was, look, let's call this a mistrial. Let Ammon go. But we're going to preserve uh, our evil cabal at the FBI level and beyond 
uh, where people won't, won't get exposure to what's really uh, going on. Well, consequently, hey, the problem, we know these tactics are being de- deployed to prevent accountability, to set a terrible precedent. But this is what they're doing. On one hand, we'd be glad we're saying, hey, they got this report. Now we're going to get to the bottom of it. See, that's what the people who are, I don't know what you want to call it, 1990s patriots, thinking all we got to do is get it to the right people and things are going to solve themselves. By golly, we're going to have accountability once and for all. You know, Sidney Powell thought that when she released the Kraken. Others thought that when they, you know, et cetera, et cetera. But the truth is, hey, this is their way of making sure that the real information never sees the light of day. They'll use gag orders. They'll use whatever they need to do, intimidation of witnesses and beyond, to go ahead and make sure their narrative carries the day. We got a battle ahead. Michael will talk about it more in seconds on the one and only Liberty Roundtable Live. Pursuing Liberty, using the Constitution as our guide. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA News, I'm Lance Pry. President Biden is hitting the road the next two days to sell his economic achievements and plans for the next two years. Biden travels to Madison, Wisconsin today. Tomorrow he'll head to Tampa, where he'll talk about his plan to protect and strengthen Social Security, Medicare, and lower health care costs. Former lobbyist and now White House Chief of Staff, Ron Klain. Things like fighting cancer, the president's cancer moonshot, the effort to crack down on fentanyl at our border and in our mm-hmm. cities and towns. These are things that really should not be partisan issues. The State of the Union address by President Biden last night went as expected. Heckling of Biden, presumably by a Republican, blames Biden for the fentanyl deaths in America because of his border policies. Fentanyl is killing more than 70,000 Americans a year. You got it. The youngest governor in America, Arkansas's Sarah Huckabee Sanders, responds. President Biden is unwilling to defend our border, defend our skies, and defend our people. He is simply unfit to serve as commander-in-chief. Navy divers began pulling pieces of the downed Chinese spy balloon from the shallow ocean floor using sophisticated reconnaissance drones dubbed the Kingfish and Swordfish to locate the debris. The head of the U.S. Northern Command said officials will brief members of Congress on the balloon today and tomorrow. A United Airlines flight out of San Diego, California, heading to Newark, New Jersey, was forced to turn around and land after a passenger's external battery pack caught fire. Uh, the guy next to me, two seats over, started to scream. The guy in first class said, oh, God, and put his, his, sh- his uh, shirt up over his face. And then I saw a flash of, uh, of fire. And you see the flight attendants running back and forth with fire extinguishers. This is USA News. By texting 64,000, you agree to receive recurring automated marketing messages from Babbel. Message and data rates may apply. No purchase required. Terms apply. Available at babbel.com slash TNC. I always wanted to learn Spanish, but I never thought I'd have the time. Then I discovered Babbel. Babbel's lessons are fun. They only take like 10 or 15 minutes, and in three weeks, you're starting to speak another language. Babbel's lessons are voiced by native speakers, so you get the pronunciation just right. If you want to learn a language, there's no better way than Babbel. Text radio to 64,000 to try Babbel for free. Text radio to 64,000. 
Do you owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes? Are you being audited or investigated? Has the IRS sent you a letter demanding payment? You may not owe what they claim. Make this free call to the tax doctor now. Let them negotiate with the IRS on your behalf. 800-485-8801. 800-485-8801. That's 800-485-8801. Welcome back. We're here with Liberty Roundtable with Sam Bushman, Lance Miliaccio, Michael Corey, and myself, George Ballantine. We're going to uh, recap right now and let you all folks know what's going on, why the government is doing what they're doing. They don't want to tell you anything, show you anything. All they want to do is seal everything to hide it from the public's prying eyes. We have a right to know what's going on. Michael, this case against Erickson... It's one of the biggest, most important cases going on in America. Probably the biggest ever. You have 465 soldiers died because of Erickson. Where are we at with Literally. this case? Literally. So, so I think I think it's it's important to emphasize that the, the, the information is out there in these 816 pages. And because this was filed civilly, um, I will be able to enter this into the congressional record. Now, you may be right that they may try to gag it or might, might try to seal it. Uh, but that's specifically why General Flynn, when speaking on it, when you asked him, um, Lance, uh, specifically about about this report, he mentioned that, you know, he wants everything done in the, you know, in the light of day. He wants cameras. He wants lights. He wants, you know, all this stuff to happen because he, he does not want this hidden. Uh, but he did he did also mention that they may try to do that, and he said it'd be a shame if they did. But you know, we, we, I think we got to stand tall and, and do everything we can to make sure that doesn't happen. But uh, the, the fact that, you know, this corporation was aiding and abetting terrorists to kill American soldiers um, and that this company has carte blanche access to all of our data, 911 emergency services, child exploitation center, Amber Alert, uh, the ability to collect your data and create all these files on you and your family and what you're doing. Uh, it, it may not. It may feel overwhelming, like oh my gosh, they have so much control. Well, but you know, Michael, you I got to say this: Mike Flynn, a great American patriot and a, and a close friend of mine. Uh, he, if anybody knows our national security apparatus and and the and the points of exposure that have been created by this previous infrastructure by previous administrations, it has to be General Mike Flynn, right? I mean, he knows, and I think his response. Uh, obviously, it's always guarded because Mike is still deeply ingrained with lots of things going on behind the scenes that not everybody's aware of. But I'll tell you what, he is just doing an incredible job behind the scenes. At, at the end of the day, look, he knows. He knows where these weak points are. He knows what happened. He's very familiar with the, the criminal activity of Obama, Hillary Clinton, the individuals that are working out of Fort Jujurk and Fort Washington and what's happened with our intelligence apparatus and the way that it's been weaponized. So let's face it, at the end of the day, and just to give this to the listeners, just as clearly as possible, the question, I'm going to present a question. Do we want a foreign company having complete 100% all-encompassing access to our communication network? And that includes not only all civilians, all corporations, all government agencies, 
all military communications. It's literally everything that you can think of, and they've got access to it, and they've got an unsavory relationship with New Star, the DNS, and lots of other companies that create all those infrastructure pieces. So at the end of the day, the question is, with all this money, I mean, look, we just sent over $100 billion to Ukraine, and now they want to send even more to a war that he's going to lose. It's because I believe that the Ukraine they're protecting is part of the deep state stronghold, the deep state apparatus. It's been operating out of Ukraine, and they are in fear of what is going to be disclosed to the world if Ukraine falls. The point is, we don't need a foreign company controlling our communication. I mean, George, I'm preaching to the choir here, and I know the listeners can recognize this, but what do we do about this? How do we stop it? Because who's the white knight? Where's the cavalry? Um, Listen, I think the only way anything's ever going to get done is for the American people to step up in unity together and 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 get it done. Because our our courts have failed us time and time again. They just they dangle that carrot like in front of the horse, Sam. You know, to try to keep them walking, keep them going, and then it's a nothing burger. But, but Lance, we talk about Jaffe, right? Anything with Jaffe has to do with Sussman, and then you have Sussman. Their court, anything election case is Sussman in there, Perkins Coie. All, you know, yeah, I mean, sure. and yeah. they're, they're you, behind you it, Sam. These, you got all these who, players out there, ladies and gentlemen, but every bit of it leads back to the World Economic Forum. Everything leads back to globalist fiat, fake money, and the cartel bankers. That's where it all leads back to if you trace the money, Michael. Yeah, and uh, actually the first bank uh, ever created, the first central bank, is Swedish. Uh, it's a Swedish central bank. and oh, so how convenient. The, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're the, yeah, the ones who created the central banks. <laughs> so, you know, you know li- listen, this... we know the bankers are behind all of this. At the end of the day, I love how they want to qualify Sam Bushman, George Ballantine, Michael Corey, and Lance Meliaccio as domestic terrorists because we're, we're celebrating and we're trying to help America, you know, using our 1A rights, rights that transcend the law. The Constitution sits above the law. Everything else sits below it. And that's the way the founders wanted it. But you look at it from that perspective, they, but they don't make George Soros a, a domestic terrorist or international terrorist. I mean, he should be on Interpol's hot list. There should be a red notice on him right now. Alexander Soros, the same situation. You know, Henry you're looking Kissinger, at Klaus Schwab and his cronies. Come on. Why aren't they terrorists, Sam? I just can't figure out how come they never seem to pay any consequences for the dirt that they're involved in. At this point, I think Bill Gates could be thrown in there. Am I wrong? Well, yeah, Bill Gates now has repudiated the whole vaccines, the mRNA clot shots that he pretends are vaccines. They're not. They're experimental gene therapies is all they are. Uh, and now he's backing away and he's admitting they didn't really do any good. They don't do any really good. They cause harm. we got to kind of jettison that after he's made billions of dollars on that false lie. And the question is this. Why would Bill Gates back away from that? It sounds like, oh, man, Bill's coming to a census. No, he's not, ladies and gentlemen. Don't be deceived. Uh, what he's doing is backing away from that because he has a more sinister plan. You ready? Guess who owns more land, farm land, Mm -hmm. than anybody else in the country? I answer, Bill Gates. So he wants to use his farmland to go ahead and he'll just grow vaccines in your food. And then when you eat your whatever, um, then you'll just be uh, getting the mRNA experimentation, whether you like it or not there, Michael. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty it is pretty desperate. I mean, these are these are absolute, uh, you know, the worst of the worst. And. I think I think what we we have to try to nail down is that if, if we can stand together in solidarity and we can stand up for these these lost lives that who, who were thinking they went to war 
you know, to fight for this country. I think it would be the greatest uh, trump card of all time to have us as we the people come together and stand and say, this is this is a line we will not let you cross. And it doesn't matter what you try to say, do what your courts do or say, you are not going to cross this line. If you knowingly kill American soldiers when they go overseas to fight on your on your watch, and, and you're the ones giving the technology to yeah, the enemy. And under your orders, let's be clear. That's treason. That's treason. And if it's not treason, then this country's beyond beyond reproach. Yeah, and th- I don't then what is that treason, Lance? Exactly. Uh, sure. I mean, the core, the, core, uh, the core issue here is they all, every time that you become a military employee or a military agent, if you want to call it that, or you become a government employee, you take an oath to defend this Constitution from all enemies, foreign and domestic. We have plenty of domestic enemies at this point, and we have plenty of foreign enemies. The point of the matter is when you deny those rights or you ignore them or you don't perform on that oath, that is a criminal activity. It's defined by statute. The enforcement arm should be there arresting people. I mean, Miley's got more lettuce on his chest. And considering he's never even been in combat, how did he get all those medals? It's all for show. It's all to make you be impressed. But yet he's a traitor. You know, it was it proven now at this point that Trump was right about Mattis. It looks like all the information has come out. He was right in firing him. But we've got we've got a weaponized military that that acts like they're going to operate against U.S. citizens on U.S. soil. We've got weaponized enforcement arm. The DOJ obviously isn't working for the people any longer. Either is the FBI, either is the CIA. I'm not sure if they ever did. This is a terrible situation we're in. We need that enforcement arm. I would, you know, personally, they're lucky I'm not a governor of one of the state, Sam's. I would have my uh, sheriffs in the state. I would turn them into the strongest military unit in my state. They would have combat training and they would be expanded. My well, sheriffs, sheriffs would be enforcing my borders. Too, which means you can garner all kinds of ex-military, all kinds of former law enforcement, all kinds of veterans and bring them all into the posses with the sheriff uh, as the commander. 100%. Posse comitatus. I would absolutely have an enforcement division because the states were supposed to be independent. We're supposed to be independent republics. We only unify for threats against our borders. But look, our president currently, he isn't defending our skies. He's not defending our borders. He's not defending the people. He's not defending our intelligence. As far as I'm concerned, he and Harris should be impeached immediately. Again, if I had been McCarthy, I would have ripped up the State of the Union, I'd have walked out, I would have taken all the Republicans with me, and I would have filed impeachment actions against Harris and Biden the following day for not enforcing our borders, and I would have moved for impeachment. I'm not saying yeah, it would have gone Hillary anywhere. is saying Harris has got to go now. Yeah, I mean, come on. Well, they know their plan. I mean, they've got plans for, you know, Michelle Obama or Michael Obama. I'm not sure what to call her. Well, you, you heard that yeah. Jill Biden kissed uh, Mr. Harris on the lips, right? What? Oh, yeah. You didn't see that, Lance? Oh, I didn't catch that one. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wait, you right now, Sam, was there any, Sam, was there any tongue? Was there any tongue? That's all I want to I know. don't know that part. <laughs> all I'm telling you is now you know why Joe's so whacked, though. His wife is just as perverted. Sam. You know, what's I, Kamala thinking? And these people all slept their way to the top is where we're at is the oh, sad God. display of. That's disgusting. TMI, too much info. Right? Sam, it's insane. I, think, I just I think, got nightmares. You guys, thanks for the nightmares. Thank you very listen, much, all of you. I think Jill Biden was looking for that, you know, little um, hammer activity from um, Pelo- um, Kamala Harris's husband. Oh, no, wait, no. Pelosi's husband. Yeah. Well, Pelosi's hold on. Oh, no. And, and no. now you got you to gotta kind of say, <laughs> where's Biden fit into all this? And 
Hey, Bill Clinton, he's going to He probably wants to watch theory. from the corner, Sam. Biden's a watcher. He want to be involved in this. <laughs> he's a creeper. So I'm kind of <laughs> wondering, though, if we, what if they use voice print, AI voice print, to take us off? Anywhere Sam Bushman's voice appears, it's gone. Then all I got to do is start talking like Alex Jones. Oh, I'd be gone, too. And then I could start talking like <laughs> Bill Clinton, and I can get all my stuff through. You see what I'm talking about? But yeah, I'm going to get you a voice-changing apparatus. We can't lose you, Sam. We need you for I'm the fight. I'm telling you right now, we're behind <laughs> enemy lines. We're going to go ahead and take this cabal down once and for all. <laughs> See, we could just, you know, if you could do voices, you could probably escape their, their next uh, AI bot blocking technology. Now, what do you yeah. think? We can practice our voice um, I, I, I like it. Gentlemen. They've got electronic voice changers, but they come out of China. I don't know. They might have all the information on them already. The technology's nailed Pretty down. Pretty soon you'll be speaking Chinese and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to bring up. I want to bring a point that you guys are talking about how our, our borders, open borders, right? Mexico. When all the focus yeah, is over there in Mexico, right? What do you think is coming across over the Canadian border? Because that's oh. very wide and open. Yeah. Yeah, they probably just switched up. That's where all the good stuff comes from. I mean, at the end of the day, the cartel's expanding yeah. here. Satellite. They're moving or, I'm in sorry, their balloons forces. are coming across the uh, Canadian border, my friend. Yeah, that's balloons. right. It's the balloons. Are, no, although I would call it a balloons. drone. I yeah, mean, that was a drone. drone. It had navigation it? ability. It had, a, oh, yeah. it had an and explosive they like payload. It went off course as if we don't have any clue and everything else. Look, it was an intentional, 100. manipulated skybot designed to gather data and I submit maybe even manipulate the weather and weather warfare. Think about that cold streak. I don't know that we in our lifetimes have ever had one like that. At the same time the balloon goes? Who knows? Listen, they say it had uplink to satellites, to Chinese satellites, that it had uplink communication. They say it had an explosive payload. Who knows what other payloads were on board? I mean, and, and the way that they shot it down, they looked, they looked, it appears as though the military intentionally wanted to destroy the whole thing. They didn't just shoot the balloon. They shot the actual hardware at the base of the balloon. Why would you do that? Does that make any sense to you? Well, Sam? if you're in bed with the Chinese and if you turned over all yeah. your technology to them and you don't really want it to be discovered, then you go ahead exactly. and do that. And you create fear in society <laughs> at the same time. It's just working out perfectly with the plan there. And that's to just down America, promote the communist Chinese. By the way, you got to worry about this TikTok app. You don't need to worry about the balloon. And let's continue with our most favored nation trading status. Did you know that the deficit's bigger than it's ever been with China right now? Uh, you know, uh, I, I can't say that I'm, I didn't knew that specifically, but I'm not surprised. <laughs> yeah, we're going to not go visit China because it's bad right now, Lance. We're not going to go visit them. We're, that trip's off, okay? Yeah. Think about you know, I, was plan, I was planning They're on going. I wanted to see if I could theater. go buy some farmland. I was going to buy some farmland in China. I wanted to see if they'd let me buy some farmland. Sorry, Bill owns it. Can't do that. He won't sell. <laughs> He's not selling, my friend. Uh, Michael, I know that we make jokes about this because if you don't laugh, sometimes you want to just oh, cry. No, you the greatest country on the face of the earth is on the brink of absolute destruction because the people are derelict in their duty and distracted. You know, it's blood mm -hmm. and circus, bread and circus, whatever it takes. Uh, and, and meanwhile, um, these clowns are doing this, and most of us sit on the sidelines and just have our mouths gaping open in, in horror going, I don't know what I can do. I care, and it matters, but what do I do? So some people try to take action. And then they end up going to jail on January 6th, and they're a terrorist. You know, what do we do uh, when we're under this type of assault? So what we're doing at, at Plus Ultra is we're, we're putting a lot of informative information together in uh, packets and basically distilling it down so we can take it county to county, take the report, and then empower the people through the report. We're not only going to do that, but we're also going to have a – uh, basically a world, not a world tour, but a, a U.S. tour where we're going to go around the country um, checking corporations, every single corporation that is partnered with uh, 
with Erickson in any way, shape, or form. We're going to put them on the spot. We're going to hold them to account, and we're going to ask publicly in the you know court of public opinion, are you, you just chastised all of us, right? When when we whether whether we were on one side or the other for the Ukraine war, if you supported Russia, right, you got kicked off platforms. If you said anything that wasn't in complete solidarity with the Ukraine. You were bastardized, chastised, kicked to the curb, right? Now we have an opportunity to flip that script on these very same corporations, these very same companies that are all just happen to be partnered with Ericsson, who just killed, um, just, you know, is, is put to this in the civil case stating that they've killed, they've admitted to supporting and bribing ISIS and funding them. And now they're, they're being accused of, um, you know, of killing American soldiers. So, how much worse does it have to get, right? I don't think it needs to get much worse. And so if we take these corporations and go after exactly what it is that they care about with additional class action lawsuits, which is what I'm working on connecting with uh, with that same team of attorneys, the brave, brave attorneys who filed the last one. And if we can get that filed and get this, the largest class action lawsuit ever filed in history, then you go after the funds and you go after the financing. And that's really how this apparatus works, right? And if you can do that, then I believe you can start to, to make a shift that's much needed in this country. But more importantly than that, you empower the people, the average everyday Joe citizen, right? What we're the talking about is a state by state, county by county, rallying cry, revealing yes. the back door to a corporate spying apparatus that's being used to hijack. Everything in our lives, all our personal data, with a goal of using that data against us. And eventually this will lead to the greatest class action lawsuit likely ever filed in history. How do people, number one, learn about it, number two, help fund it, number three, uh, join it, uh, etc. Uh, as you guys progress, Michael? So you can first, I would say first fo follow me on uh, Twitter, and, and the other thing would be good to go to our website. Um, to to uh, support us, which we do need a lot of support. We're a complete gra grassroots organization. We're working from the bottom up, completely transparent. Everything will be 100% accounted for. Every dollar that's donated will be will show you where we spent it and, and how it's being spent. Uh, but give, send, go forward slash capital E emergency 911. And the reason why you have to put the capital E is because if you don't, it will c kill the website. The, the rats in the system are doing everything they can to prevent this message from getting out. And I know Lance can attest to it. Uh, George can attest to it. They've seen me uh, get removed from Pete's until you show 55 plus times. Um, so it's, it's unbelievable what they're doing to try to censor and prevent this from coming out. But all right, let I me don't make sure believe... I got this. Give send go.com slash capital E. Yep. Give Emergency nine one one. Emergency 911. 911. And those are the numbers, right? Yep. Lance? Yeah, listen, find us on all social media platforms. We need the support at Lance Miliacho. Tough last name, but you can get it off of Sam's website. At George Ballantine, and that goes for True Social, Gab, Getter, uh, Parlor. And uh, start right there on those. And then, of course, on Twitter, a little different. We still don't have my personal account back, but I'm using the show account, The Big Mig Show on Twitter. Uh, George's long last name, as is mine, he uses G. Ballantine over there. Not enough characters, so G. Ballantine. And then we could use your support on locals. Uh, we're over there under The Big Mig. Share, comment, uh, subscribe like us, uh, let people know about us, do whatever you can to promote us. And then one last thing, Sam, just wanted to thank our sponsor, globaltechmd with a K.com, globaltechmd.com. I uh, just want to say 
great product. You want to uh, do it telemedicine for the people, by the people. Use the promo code the Big Mig nine ninety five for your first month. An incredible telemedicine company for conservatives. Take a look. You'll be shocked at what we're offering. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna beat Big Farmer. We're gonna beat Washington D.C. We have to stick together with people like Sam Bushman fighting America first. We have to do it. Thanks for having us, Sam, on Liberty Roundtable Give. live. GiveSendGo.com slash emergency 911. The emergency's got to have a capital E, though, ladies and gentlemen. And I put this in the show notes, too, so that people can find it, refresh their mind where it is, and share it. Look, we have got to stand together. We need the largest class action lawsuit to stop these clowns. They're not clowns. We say that to mock them. Uh, They come out clownish in the political theater, but they are criminals. They are treasonous criminals. And, folks, we just cannot abide with this any longer. If we do, there will be a time when they will have so much digital control that we will not be able to back out of this. They will not just come for the Ammon Bundy or the Stuart Rhodes or the whoever. They'll be coming for me. And then when I'm gone, you won't have anybody to yell and speak out. And when Lance is gone and when Michael's gone and when George is gone, you won't have anybody to speak out. And then they'll be coming for you. And there'll be nobody to help at that point, folks. Now, you can say we're overstating the issue, uh, Michael, but I want to give you a chance to, to speak to this. You know, is this overstated? Am I, I don't mean to just cry wolf, and I don't mean to be the guy that, uh, you know, pretends the dam's leaking when it's not or whatever. But, look, there is too much evidence now to not be the voice in the wilderness. Uh, absolutely. I mean, this, this is overwhelming. It's abundant, and, and it's, uh, it's treasonous. And at the end of the day, if we have an opportunity to stand with the lives lost and with the the families of the lives lost, and we plan on not only doing that, but also connecting with them um, and obviously doing what their will is. But at the end of the day, I'm sure and more than certain that when I talk with the attorneys today, they are going to be 100% in support of this, uh, this campaign and this push. Either way, we're still moving forward with the, with the uh, Erickson push. But at the end of the day, we have to stand in solidarity with these with these lost lives that uh, we're fighting for this country. And I think it would be such a powerful thing to give power back to the people and take it away from these corporations that have uh, raised hell and, and absolutely tore our lives apart. Here we have an opportunity to change that. I'll be going to Congress to testify um, and I will make sure to enter every last record that they don't want there. I will make sure to enter it into the record. And even if that ends up putting me in prison, I don't care. Uh, because I'd rather be in prison than be living in a in a country where it turns into China and I watch all of our family, friends, and loved ones just become robots. I, I don't I don't I don't want to live in that world. So point well taken, uh, George. Um, Sam, I just want to I want to leave this with your listeners. Four hundred sixty-five men and women joined the military to protect the country and to protect each and every one of us. So you can sit now and listen to the radio, go to work, watch your kids grow up. They were sent to the slaughter. And America, government, and Erickson are behind that. So I want to leave you guys all with this quote. That whenever any form of government becomes destructive to these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or abolish it and to insinuate a new government, laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such form as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. That is our God-given right. Lance? I mean, look, George said it. For me, it's God, country, family. At the end of the day, we have to do everything within our power to spread this message. That's why 
things like Liberty Roundtable Live with Sam are so important. Disseminate the information, put it out there, educate the people around you. I don't care if you think they're on either side of the partisan alleged lines. There are no parties. We need patriots because we've got traitors. There are only two sides to this fight, and we have to fight with everything we've got. We have to put the information out. God bless America. Amen, gentlemen. Michael, we know you're doing a great work, sir. Our prayers are with you. We've added in the show notes a way people that can get involved in the GoFundMe, and I see a list of people funding uh, now uh, and who have funded over the last uh, while here to help this cause move forward. Look, folks, we've got to stand together or we hang separately is all I can say. Ladies and gentlemen, when an angry mob of transgender activists, I mean, who on earth can imagine this? I don't even, I mean, it's just the whole thing is like, what the heck? And then sure. cartel violence spilling over. So are the cartels and the transgenders going to join together? Um, and then yet we're worried about a, a bunch of people going to the Capitol and praying for crying out loud. Not counting the provocateurs that manipulated the whole thing. So, folks, we have got serious, weighty issues to contend with. But you want to know the best part. The best part is we're on God's side. And you know what? He wins in the end. And so if we're on his side, if we do what he asks, if we repent, we turn to him. One of the things on your GoFundMe page that I saw last point to make, uh, Michael, is your talk about fund us and pray. We need your prayers. I believe that's one of the most critical, um, whatever you want to say, duopolies we can use, prayer and funding to take these clowns down and prosecute to the fullest extent of the law. Michael? Amen, amen. And I, and I, uh, I can't thank you guys enough. I mean, it really truly does mean the world, and I know that it will mean the world for, for these, uh, these veterans, and uh, we'll be connecting with them today. And I think that at the end of the day, if we can just come together and, and fight for the right reasons— and for the you know righteous reasons, then we'll be we'll be living up to you know the, the call to action. And I think that's 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 the only thing and the best thing that we can do is is uh, stand in solidarity with one another and just tell these despots and these evil, sick, twisted people enough is enough. We're not going to take it, and this is the line that you will not cross. We're a bunch of red, redneck, high tech folks, ladies and gentlemen. I challenge any of you bureaucrats from the NSA or anybody else. Uh, to come on the radio with us and discuss the technical details of your criminal activity because we're ready. All right? We Amen. know a little bit about IT, and we're ready to talk about it in detail and expose your criminal activity. So why don't you go ahead and come on? You know, we'll try to do the Jimmy Kimball thing, except we'll be nice <laughs> to you and let you make your points. We'll just prove you're wrong. That's all. So the challenge is open. I'll pay for it if y'all can't afford it. See those lines from Mike Lindell were just so good. I'll pay for it if y'all can't afford it. On my dime comes the broadcast where we take on the CIA and the NSA and all these high-tech companies. Let's just do it. We get on the leader of Facebook and everybody else and just have a an undressing, shall we? Oh, no, that might get too scary with those transgenders running around. Forget that. <laughs> anyway, we will take them on, though, and we'll do it all and hold the moral high ground as we turn to God, family, and country. We declare this nation shall endure. Thank you, gentlemen. God save the Republic of the United States of America.